Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. I'm unstoppable when I'm able to table a discussion and circle back to it later. These are the corporate cliches that mm. bother people. There's one on the list that says people don't find annoying. That is one of my most annoying you'll find hard to believe. The most or just one of many? I, I can picture you in meetings just kind of gripping the table oh, like you God. say that one more time and yeah. I'm going to have to flip this table. All right, team, we need a new promotion for next summer. Let's think outside the box. That's ah. one of them. That's that's like number 10 on the most hated cliches. Think outside the box. Another was uh, moving the needle. That'll mm. move, I, I assume that means in in dollars we're gonna move the in sales maybe I I don't know that one yeah move or the needle like yeah if you're you know trying for ratings or if you're trying for mm-hmm. huge spikes in sales oh this promotion's really gonna move the needle yeah. really gonna get us into the black <laughs> that's it oh man mm, you got it you got it <laughs> you could be a, a a corporate middle manager oh no I couldn't because I would be like what what are we having this meeting for what what is the purpose of this this could have been an email. <laughs> I tried to get a raise by telling my boss I'm giving 110%, but it didn't move the needle. That's probably more realistic. That was one of them. You got to give 110%. People hate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, win-win. It's a win-win situation. I mean, it kind of makes sense. That one doesn't trouble me as much as... I wouldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't be a as upset yeah. about that circle back i kind of mentioned that one let's circle back to this that means i don't want to deal with it now right mm-hmm. is that basically uh the worst annoying according to a national survey is new normal like mm. working from home is the new normal that kind of goes along the lines i mentioned this earlier where new normal or well you know it just is what it is it no is it is. no it is and i, I <laughs> people would be like oh here she goes cuz sometimes i you get to a point where you can't you can't just go along with the, these sayings. And so, no, nothing ever is what it is. We allow it to be that way, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. It, it, nothing ever needs to be, oh, well, it is what it is. Yeah. No. See, and that's no. why Laura's not in middle management. I know. She's not willing to do the cliches. I know. So the one that I hate that is said to be on the list of ones that people don't mind is at the end of the day. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. hate that. I yeah. Well, at the end of the day, we need to serve the customer. Well, don't we need to serve them at the beginning of the day, too? And all the day long. And yeah, you days. would think so. I know. <laughs> you would think, but no, just at the end. Gets me through my morning every day. Hilarious. Q102. School's uh, well underway. Uh, you, you weren't a, a terrible student, were you? Uh, <laughs> well, I love how you phrase that. You weren't I, uh, exactly terrible. I, but... It depends on what your definition of terrible would be. Well, uh, <laughs> attendance? No, I was pretty bad. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Tests, grades? Uh, that I was better. Huh? Yeah. Well, it wasn't your theory, just pick C, you'll get about... Yeah, you try to beat the monkey. So if there's four on the multiple guess, the monkey will get 25% correct. So, yeah. And C is the most commonly most common answer. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just heard the results of some study that may have been helpful to you back in the day uh-huh. from the University of Missouri. They uh, found that students who looked at 
the letter A before a test did better than the kids who looked at the letter F. Huh. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's subliminal some some way. Or yeah. You don't think about getting an A rather than an F. Yeah. I think the power it, of positive thinking. I or suppose. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like uh, it it. It makes you try to succeed rather than to try not to fail. That's the oh. subtle difference. Sure. Well, I want to break that down here in just a little bit. You know, kids heading off to school. Ma, slow down. Uh, we got to hear this. Uh, let's see how I can ace that next test on Q102 next. The ones you want to wake up to. I listen to you guys every morning. I love you guys so much. Tim and Laura on Q102. Thanks for starting your on-the-way-to-school day with us, too. Uh, Uncle Timmy here has got a little tip for you, kids. I mean, if wealthy business owners can use the tricks and loopholes and the, the tax law to get ahead in life, then why shouldn't a fifth grader? Or a right. I mean, grader? it's working smarter, yeah. not harder. Exactly. Right? That study by University of Missouri finding that students who looked at the letter A before a test did better than kids who looked at the letter F. They did a sample test group. The A group got an average of uh, a score of 92.3%, like an A minus. The kids that looked at the letter F got 78.5%, a C plus. They did another experiment with another group that looked at the letter J. Those kids did... Better than F, but worse than A. I think it was just a random letter, right? To see, we right, need a little pick control. one out that's not easily recognized that's as right. a grade, right? See, okay. A control. I got, I got that bit in, mm-hmm. in, I think that would have been probably science and chemistry. We need a control mm-hmm. I did, in this. I will say I didn't like the biology part of science, mm. but I did appreciate a good rules and regulations. Here's how we do <laughs> an experiment. Yeah. You can't just throw things out and go, oh, yeah, well, this is fact. No, it isn't. There's no, like you said, there's no control. You have no basis for that. You're yeah. just guessing. <laughs> this, the rules and regulations girl from the one who borrows passcodes for all the streaming yeah, services. Yeah, that's different. That's different. Yeah. Researchers think it's because, and I'm quoting here, exposure to the letter A made the student subconscious approached the task with the aim to succeed, while exposure to the letter F made them only want to try to avoid the F. This is just what they said earlier. You're, mm. you're trying for the A rather than trying to avoid the F. We say that, you know, I, I've told you my brother-in-law and a friend and I sometimes fly uh, radio-controlled airplanes. There are days when we say we're flying the plane, and there are days when we're trying not to crash. I, seriously, I think it's sort of the same theory. I hope all commercial airplane pilots go for <laughs> yeah. go for the one and not ever think of the other. So I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping that is true. Uh, excellent observation, Laura. Waking you up when the morning comes on Q102. JP just talking about that lottery ticket up uh, near Avon. Two million. Now this was back on September second when they first announced it. I. Of course, you know, we're doing other things. I am assuming the story was that they still haven't come forward on that ticket. Was it right? Uh, How long would you wait? Oh, would you do it? I mean, as soon as you found out you won, are you getting dressed at the crack of dawn to go cash it in the next day? Or are you getting your ducks in a row, calling a person to tell you what's it like? What are you doing? How long are you waiting? I think they might advise calling a lawyer first. But yeah, I don't, I don't want I'm afraid I'd lose it in the junk drawer or it's going to go out with the trash accidentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what, and you got to drive two hours. I think it's Roseville, oh. Minnesota. 
I would be just a nervous wreck driving oh. <laughs> and a hundred times checking wherever. And where would you put it in your car? Would you put it in your purse? Well, I mean, not that you would have a purse, but would you lay it on the seat beside you? I would be such a weirdo checking and double checking. And mm-hmm. <sighs> if I have to put it in my pocket, then I'd fold it. Then I'd worry, oh, it's going to rub off so they can't see a right. number. And they say, oh, well, right. no, we can't prove that this is the one. I freak out uh, like passports. Oh, do we have the passport? Yes. I put it in. I put it in the car. I say, the passports are in this bag in the car. And then we stop for gas and I check it again. Are the passports still in the I car? I for tickets and things. <laughs> yeah, concert tickets, whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't know. I, um, I get a little uh, compulsive sometimes. Uh, my only thing is the gas stove. Knob, 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 knob. Make sure they're all off when I leave the house. And my wife's at her work. She says, I always check the door three times because she's there late, later than anybody else with what she does. And so it's check, check, check to make sure that it's actually locked. You know that I travel a lot more so now than I ever have back to visit family, back to visit my husband since we still don't live together. And so when I'm gone for longer periods of time, I have even, you know, a couple miles down the road, I thought, am I turning this car back around to go check to make sure I put my garage door down? Sometimes I'll text a neighbor and say, I know I probably did, but can you make sure that my garage door isn't hanging open? It has come to the point now where I will talk to myself like you do. And I will say, okay, the garage door is down. Yeah. The door is locked so that I know that I have double checked that and I don't need to act crazy miles down the road and debate turning around or, you know, it works. Enlisting the help of my neighbors. Say it out loud. Well, yeah. As far as the garage goes, I've got an app. I can just open it, uh, the app and I'm see I'm not that, that fancy. <laughs> oh, no. I'm no. Fancy. <laughs> Hello. One second. What happened to the song? Uh, all of a sudden, we have a, an alarm that goes off if there's a silence. And I, I don't know what Everybody comes running. I don't know what happened to the song. So uh, what do I do now? You know what it is. Mercury retrograde. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> well, Everything's I'm, going haywire electronically. I'm sorry to, that Lady Gaga just quit there and cut off, but I was going to say uh, Lady Gaga appears on the Rolling Stones' new album. And this is new as in it just was released in its old music, or this is nope. new that at their age they have created a whole entire new album. That's correct. Mick Jagger really? is 80. Yeah. I don't know about the rest of them. I think I read this is the first al- album that they've done new since, gosh, I think it's been 15 years-ish. I don't remember the exact date. So that's quite remarkable, uh, first of all. Secondly, no. Unpopular opinion. Okay, I know we're all friends here. They're one of the most legendary groups ever. Sure, they've never really done much for me with their three rock chords. Well, I'm just saying, I don't hate on them. So now you've angered all the Taylor Swift fans <laughs> for making uh, observations about her new music. You've angered the Rolling Stones fans. Who's next for you? Well, but Who wait, is- but wait. Okay. Okay. I have not cared for their music over the decades. I heard the first song off of the album, Angry, and I listened to the whole thing, and I enjoyed their video. I kind of like it. Why are you angry with me? It's called Angry.
know, it's very Stones-ish. Got a little contemporary feel. I wonder if it might be current production value. You know what I mean? And that's what is doing it for you now. I think that You're might be what's doing it. going to all of a sudden, when he's in his 80s, yeah. go, you know what? I'm going to start to follow this band. Yeah. yeah. Hey. I'm in it for the long haul, however much longer that is. These guys might have a future. This Rolling Stone group, <laughs> these young guys. I like a good video, too. Like, they're animated on all of the billboards. I think it looks like they're in L.A., maybe Vegas. It's cute. Uh... Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria is the main uh, gal in the video here. I don't watch she Euphoria. She was in something else recently, too. Yeah. Does she have the the interesting eyes? Oh, well, I don't know. She's, is, is that a she has other body parts of interest. Uh, well, say, yes, but, uh, I'm sure, no, I mean, I'm sure she's she does. Cute gal. That's very inappropriate, Tim. She's probably not even thirty. Uh, oh, I know. I know what it is. White Lotus. That's what I recognize ah. her. And I only oh. watched the first few. I did not really like that. But she plays one of the in uh, the okay. daughter in the movie well, or in the series. She's like she's in a convertible driving through the city, and then oh, it's a little uh, old Mercedes convertible, and then there. Like animated on every billboard that they go by. It's cute. Now, you want to talk about inappropriateness. I don't know why I thought about this. <laughs> I mean, sure. Are you sure you want to? Well, so we know Mick Jagger is uh, 80. So I wanted to look okay. up, like, who? Uh, Aerosmith, uh, Steven Tyler. Well, he's 75 because he also popped up when I was searching Mick Jagger's age, right? All of these old rockers. Alice Cooper is 75. Steven Tyler's 75. Well, as you do a deeper dive, oh, Steven Tyler's former uh, assistant, now girlfriend, age 39. That would be... So do that math for me. Um, Say last year, you at 39 were dating Steven Tyler. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's going to work for me. Um, <laughs> Not going to work? How do you mean? <laughs> I just, well, on many levels, I just, I don't know <laughs> about that. But hey, more power to them. I hope, right? I wish them many years of of just <laughs> relationship bliss. Bliss, bliss yes. and fun. I hope they have a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Beyonce on Q102. Earlier, just to circle back. Oh, circle back and, you know, get all hands on deck and really, you know, think outside the box mm-hmm. and take it over the top. Uh-huh. When you uh, said there's a, uh, well, somebody who's probably more famous because of her famous sister joining Dancing with the Stars, I did guess uh, Jamie Lynn, which is what it was, Jamie was Spears. Mm-hmm. But my second would have been Solange Knowles, you know, your Beyonce's sister. And yeah, no matter what your real name is. <laughs> and honestly, I would be I'd be okay with that. I know some probably siblings would hold some resentment that oh, you know, I could have been famous too. No, I would just say, listen, I'll take a wing uh, in whatever mansion you're not using at the time. Oh, yeah, I, I have yeah. no problem with that. I have no mm-hmm. problem being the the celebrity sister, right? you know? Can yeah. I take the uh, the Bentley today, this afternoon? Right. Do you need me to take it to go get its oil changed and then keep it for a year or so? I'll do it. It's <laughs> a fine. year. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Could you just send the the corporate jet? I got a thing I want to do in Vegas. Right. I like it. Right. Here's our backwards song with Prairie's Edge. That sounded the same as forward. 
I thought because the, I don't the the title lyric is not really said that much if at all. So I thought, well, maybe we'll just get all uh, artists, but no. Uh, a lot of people got title and artists. Over and over, the only truth. Niall Horan. Everything comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called This Town, and he has a landmark birthday today. I mean, I, I think you could probably guess. It's not, he's not 60, not 50. So Heather from Kirkoven was first. Here's one for you, Laura. What do you and I have in common with Niall Horan? Well, not uh, musical talent, you may, but as we know, I faked my way through the flute and cannot sing, so that would not be it. Oh, I don't um, know. I, I think... Uh, he- and I'm losing my best friend. It's I mean, so- that is, that's an accurate rendition of that song, though. Laura singing, uh, no doubt. No, we uh, we all have bad knees. Oh, oh no. Did he already have a knee surgery, oh, too? Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, quite a long time ago. It was the summer oh, of no. 2010. So he was just a child uh, playing oh, no. football with friends, injured his mm. knee, then diagnosed with a floating kneecap. He had uh, surgery in 2000, no, 2013. He dislocated the knee, finally had surgery in 2014. Oh, That's pretty it young. It is one of those things. That. Yeah, once you damage your knee uh-huh. or go through a knee surgery or need one and just keep putting it off, it's like an unsaid club that you all belong to where you just kind of give each other the look like, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm here mm-hmm. for you. And and. We don't need to talk about it, but I know. When I, I know. dislocated my shoulder uh, in Mexico on vacation, that was fun. The uh, the doctor said, "Is this the first time?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Why? What does that mean? Because once you've dislocated it, you're more likely to do it, to again. Do it again. I haven't. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a thing. So, yeah, we've said this before. I'm gonna say it one more time. If you have good knees that don't yeah. require anything, take care of them. Yeah. Please. Treat them well. Yes. This medical advice brought uh-huh. to you by the Q102 Morning Show. It's Q102. I wasn't here on Monday, so I missed Movie Monday. I understand uh, you and Mom have taken in 80 for Brady. I need to <laughs> remind myself, uh, can I play a little of the trailer on the... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's time for the 80 for Brady starting lineup. Lily Tomlin, Wayne State University, Rita Moreno, PS1. Rita looks great. Sally Field, Birmingham High School, Jane Fonda, college dropout. The 80 for Brady trailer starts in 3, 2, 1. Game's about to start. There's Tom. Oh, oh what a beautiful man. I like Gronkowski. We know, Chris. We've all read your Gronk erotica. See, now, so my pick, uh, prediction of a bunch of old ladies uh, horn-dogging out on the football pants of the quarterback. You said that... That's in the trailer. The I first know, but it thing. really, it really wasn't about that. Listen, you know how I feel about comedies. Yeah. Not my favorite, but you know how I feel about football. I love it. And football Sundays. I grew up in a football household where you don't make plans on Sunday. Yeah. You watch football all day. Of course, you have your favorite team you're rooting for, but. 
it's all day, right? And so Mom and I have been planning on watching 80 for Brady. I saved it for when she was here visiting. And so last night was movie night. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so good. Wow. <laughs> well, so good. You, we, you and I have similar thoughts on comedies. You usually make me mad right. rather than laugh. So uh, the fact that you liked it, was uh, was Deion Sanders in this? I did not see him. I Gronk did make an appearance. Okay. Also, Guy Fieri, Fieri, however you oh, say yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah. yeah, he was in it. Um, you'll see some other people that you'll recognize and go, wait a minute, who is that? But it was cute. It was if, cute. I guess if you aren't a huge football fan, you might not love it as much because you won't understand how these ladies that are in their 80s could be that hyped up for their favorite football team, but it was adorable. No, I don't give anything. Maybe stop me. Did Jane Fonda, am I seeing here her here with Brady at some point? No. Uh, no? No. Oh. Did they meet any football players? They meet. I, this is not going to give it away. Okay. You know that they meet Tom Brady at the end. But oh. really, it's just the one lady who is in love with Tom Brady. But not because of that reason, just because he has been an inspiration for her. But I don't want to give anything more away. So she well, does get to meet him in the end. It's been out for seven months, and it's in the trailer. Let me play this piece here. Gronk. Hi. Gronk. So big. Thank you. See. But it's not. Gronk. It's not really. So no. big. No, it's. Well, he is a big dude well, for sure. Yeah, but, but you got these you little old know, 80 year old ladies. <laughs> you know that was double entendre from. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what friendship is? That we face the unknown together? Let's go, Golden Girls. Come with me. Make a rock. Oh, hey, what? No, 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 no. I would, Mary Ellen saw it and she said it was really cute. And so I said, but you know, I don't really love comedies. Is it still going to be good? And she said, well, watch it. Yeah, your mom's going to like it. And I she suppose did. we could try it. The nice thing is, is now it's that cute. if we were watching it at home, we can always stop and cut our losses and say, well, you know what? I can say that, that I true. tried. I do enjoy sports movies. I think they always have a good underlying meaning, even if you're not a sports fan. But I worry that some of the th- if you do watch 80 for Brady, some of the things might be a little lost on you. But I think you'll still enjoy the movie. Old ladies ogling football pants. No, Uh, it wasn't even all about that. Although there were the old ladies in the movie are really, really cute. But for instance, the one scene again, this isn't going to ruin anything. You know how that Super Bowl turns out that the Patriots do win. Mm. So the one character does get to meet. Well, yeah, you might not have known that either. But they did use real Super Bowl footage in the movie. So they didn't bring all those all those people back to refilm it. But the one scene, one of the characters gets to meet Tom Brady after the Super Bowl win. And he offers to give her his jersey. And then he goes, oh, I don't. Actually, I don't know where it is. That would probably be lost on you because that was the Super Bowl where his jersey was stolen. And so it was just kind of a little a little play on him not really knowing where the jersey went. And then they found out later that it was stolen from the locker room and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of little stuff may be a little lost on you. But I, th- yeah, I think yeah. you would enjoy it. Well, since it is on Amazon Prime, thus having not to pay any more, I, I could see my wife saying, well, we can try it. 
if we don't like it, we can bail. So I'll, yeah, you can turn I'll it off. It. I'm not going to get my feelings hurt, but I I kind of want them to do another. They don't even have to make it about football, but I would like them to get the the cast of that movie back together and do another like a sequel with the the little ladies going on an adventure. I would watch it. Interestingly, well, I was looking at the ages here. Uh, Jane Fonda is 85. Sally Field is 76. Lily Tomlin is 84, and Rita Moreno is 91. Is she really? Yeah, she looked great in that trailer. Oh, wow. She looked really good. Yeah, and the cute thing, and this isn't, again, going to spoil anything, but during the movie, Sally Field's character keeps reminding everybody, I'm not 80 yet, and so, okay, so she's not true. 80 for Brady. She's 70-some for Brady, that, but in real life, I guess that was yep. true, too. I would say of those, the way they're listed here in cast order when you search it would be <laughs> my enjoyment and appreciation of the... So Jane Fonda, Rita, Sally, uh, Lily Tomlin is a little much for me. Sheep is kind of the main character really? in the. I mean, they're all important characters, yeah. but it it kind of centers on her story. Mm. I loved her though. I think you'll. I okay. think you'll like it. Oh, I think you'll Picture, like the okay. Barbie movie. Well, I may. I may. Picture how your mom loves the Timberwolves. Yes. And oh. then go into 80 for Brady picturing your oh, yeah. mom in the... And you'll love it. You'll love yeah. it. Yeah. I, I get that. There's a lot of uh, elderly moms who love their football and baseball. And that mm-hmm. is my mom. Yeah. She, actually, she's more <laughs> f- basketball, then football, and then has recently decided that she liked baseball as well, but basketball. Yeah. So they could do a new one. I'll get my mom in one where they go to they see the, uh, the, her favorite <gasps> basketball players. Oh, they should get the uh, gang back together. I don't know if that's going to happen tonight. If, if you go see Barbie, I'll watch 80 for Brady. Deal? Well, I can't tonight, <sighs> but... Maybe before it's out of theaters. It's already out of theaters here. It may be still be showing on one of the, when, you know, like in St. Cloud where they have like 18 screens. I think they still show it a couple of times a day. Go take your mom. You'll love that one too. Otherwise, don't show up tomorrow. Don't wake up sleeping tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thanks for the invitation. (laughs) Maybe we'll see you then. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.